evening, good evening. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, y'all. And we're going to start off, like always, in decency and order. And we're going to go with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture we're going to come out of is Philippians 2 and 5. And it says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. That means when you're dealing with people, treat them the right way. Love thy neighbor as you love thyself. If you wouldn't like it being done to you, don't do it to others. Simple, done. Think about it before you do it. If it's not building somebody, don't say it. If it's not true, don't speak it. Build the kingdom by building each other. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for bringing us here safely, God. God, just be in the midst. Touch this radio station. Touch everybody that is listening. Touch them from the top of their head, sole of the feet. Take out anything that is not of you, God. We just thank you for bringing us this far, midway through the week. Continue to bless us. Continue to, to bring us through. Continue to give us the strength that is needed to go day by day. God, right now, we, we ask you to just get the listeners to go in on the inside and touch the listeners to say, what can I do to be saved? And God, just be in this interview. Let somebody be able to take something from this where they could be able to know how to get to you. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen, amen. amen. So we got Mr. Leland in the building. Yes, sir. What's up, Mr. Leland? Oh, man, I'm wonderful, man. Thanks for having me here. You got the microphone all in your on your face. You know, you all up on the mic. Thank you for being for having me here, man. I'm glad to be here. You know. Amen. So if you didn't know, we are on Facebook Live. So definitely go check out the Facebook Live on Anointed Radio page on Facebook, y'all. So um, like I always say, this is Pastor Jay. And like always, you can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter, Pastor Jaylon on Facebook. And if you don't know, now you know. You could go find my single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy, on all musical platforms. My guests are not in the building, my co-hosts, but I'm going to shout them out. Go follow Dr. Marvinetta Clay. That's Marvin Gaye and Etta James' love child, and they put their names together and made Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's how it happened. That's, That's my story. I think oh, okay. so. Right. So <laughs> definitely go follow her song, Worship Forever. Um, soon she'll get her number one wanted single called Fly Away, which she need to hurry up and make. Just throw that out there. She came from Chi-Town. Hopefully she got my popcorn. And we got Chris Johnson, Mr. Chasing After You himself, where you can find him at Sing Chris J on all his... All his platforms, sing Chris J and go download his single, Chasing After You. That's the host team. Um, announcements, we ain't going to do the old the old announcements, we're just going to do it the normal way. But the announcements are, we have Dr. Anton Pearson, Christmas Cabaret coming out in December. Um, we have at, uh, I want to say at God's House, why Dr. Marvin is not here. She's at, there's a conference happening tonight, tomorrow, and Friday. So go check that out. Um, and they'll have um, All Nations, I believe it's All Nations on coming up soon with Judith is coming here at God's house. And we have a lot of other stuff. 
If you have an event from your church, definitely email or DM um, Anointed Radio um, at lvanointedradio at gmail.com or go to lvanointedradio on Instagram or Facebook. DM us about your events and we'll add it into our church announcements. And But with that being said, um, Leland, before we get into the interview, you got anything you wanted to say? Uh, I know our pastor's anniversary is coming up soon. Uh-oh. How about that? How about that? Pastor Juanita Julia is having her year four year anniversary mm-hmm. at church. Make sure you out there at forty sixty forty eighty five. Forty eighty five. North Rancho. North Rancho, right off of Alexander, where you could be able to come to CTK and check out her anniversary that will be this No, it's not this Sunday, is it? No, not this Sunday. What's the exact date so we tell the people? It's going to be the last Sunday of the month. Last Sunday of the month. I, want, I wish I had a date, the actual date. <laughs> but the last Sunday of the month at, we no, have. I know, the, I know the actual date. You should know the actual date, though. Why don't you know the actual date? Because I forgot it. Uh, right. That's right. So. It's going to be November 17th, though. Thank Three you. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Make yeah. sure you're there. <laughs> So, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into the mix, and we're going to play some of Leland's favorite gospel songs. Oh, yeah. It's a couple of my favorite, for sure. And then we're going to go into his interview, and the first one's going to, first one we're going to go into is Mr. Walter Hawkins. What is this? Yeah, one of my favorites. Why is this your favorite? Let's ask that. Well, it's something that my old man played. My dad used to play all the time. He liked it. He would walk through the house singing it. So it's just something that just been instilled in me, and I like it. All right. Well, you heard it. Let's play it.
Oh, <laughs> 
Can you give our miracle worker a hand tonight? Oh, come on, listen. I said the miracle worker. I said the miracle worker. You want to open up your mouth and give God glory. When it went left, God reeled it back in. You want to open up your mouth. I came to declare that everything that has been bothering your body, every body you know that has been battling with sickness, tonight healing. 
just keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up, fire. to go ahead and go with the interview with Mr. Leland Williams, y'all. Got him in the building. Yes, yes. So, one thing I wanted to ask you is one of my favorite famous Pastor J icebreaker questions. You ready for it? I'm ready. Are you a day person or a night person and why? Um, I'm pretty much a night person. Um, I'm Pretty much a night person because I'm just used to being up at night. I've worked for like the last decade at nighttime. So my body is just, I'm just programmed to be up at night and still be up in the daytime too. But Oh, wow. Nighttime, basically, yeah, I'm wide awake. My body is like up and running 100%. And I got used to like getting home probably like 10 a.m., sleeping till about 2, back up, and I'm at it again. You know, I run like that for a while. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's go dive right into your interview. First of all, where is your hometown? My hometown is Chicago, Chicago. Okay. What a wonderful place. (laughs) (laughs) And what made you move to Las Vegas? Oh, well, I came here with a band. I came here traveling with the Ambitious Band, and um, I played in uh, what is now the Cromwell. At that time, it was Bill Saloon. I played on that stage for a year. Mm-hmm. And after that year and our contract was over with, by that time I had learned the town. So I was like, Chicago, Vegas, Chicago, Vegas, uh, Vegas. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Was it um, better financially to move to Las Vegas? It was definitely most, most definitely financially it was better because uh, – the cost of living is much higher. Like in Chicago, so just for example, uh, a one-bedroom apartment in Chicago is sixteen hundred all day. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, that can even be compared to out here. Right. For sixteen hundred, you can get a four-bedroom house if you're gonna rent somebody's stuff or something like that. Right. But you definitely don't have to pay sixteen hundred a month for a one-bedroom in Las Vegas. You definitely don't. You can find something cheaper. But you're not gonna find a studio in Chicago for less than one thousand dollars, and that's without walls, just, just open space. One open room, a studio. That's it. Yeah, almost like California. I'm trying to tell you, you're not gonna <laughs> find that nowhere in Chicago for less than one thousand dollars. Nowhere. So, you, how did you start in music? Because you're telling everybody that you came out here with your band. How did that start you getting into music? 
Well, I started music uh, in in Chicago. Uh, my mom and dad had me in music school. I went to uh, well in Chicago it was a guitar guitar center school of music. That was the first music class that I was in, and the first school for music that I went to. And um, being in the band at my school and being tutored at night at music class and. I just, each year I just went to different instruments, you know, and start, you know, just uh, just trying to learn more and more on each instrument. Most of them are similar. So uh, before you know it, years had went past and I was just all into music, man. And I started traveling with a, a quartet group called the Sofa Southerners, a gospel quartet group in Chicago. They was from my church. So we went from city to city, all out the country. We went everywhere singing, like, when I was young. They still in existence today. They still sing today. You know, it's a lot wow. of new members, but they still got a lot of uh, old school members up there. So for Southern Ears, they're still in Chicago singing right now. And um, yeah, that what they 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 really turned me on to the music scene, the gospel music scene. And um, they took me around when I was young. Like when I was twelve, I was playing the drums for that for that quartet group, and I would just go around city to city with them traveling. And I kind of. That was the bug. I was addicted ever since. <laughs> I loved the music and gospel music particularly because I, I never missed the church. I always was in church. I always was at practice and you know, so it was one thing. If it wasn't the court that group, it was the choir. My sisters was in the choir at church and uh, so church was what I knew, man. Music is what I know. Okay. So I always ask everybody this question. What was the very first ministry that you did in church? You know, a lot of times when you're young, you'll, you either get pushed in the choir or you get pushed as an usher, which I always tell people I was too lazy to be an usher. So I just went to the choir because you could sit down. So what was your, your um, first ministry that you knew that you did in church? I played the drums. Okay. That was my first ministry. I was young. I wasn't doing anything. I was on the bench with my mom all the time. She would make me sit right by her. And when I was, but like I said, I was going to music school and stuff like that. And I, the drummer that we had uh, was a guy named Reginald. And, you know, like the word says, your gift will make room for you. I was always wanting to play the drums there, never thinking that I would ever get the opportunity to do that. But he went away to the service. Mm. So our drummer went away to the service, so they were looking for a drummer. Uh, I was already playing for our quartet group, but not for my church. Mm -hmm. Um, and my brother-in-law, he was like the president of the quartet group at that time, so he kind of like plugged me with the church. Next thing you know, I'm at the church playing the drums. I'm on the drums. Now the drums became my seat, became my set. Amen. Mm -hmm. So how many instruments can you play? I can play just about any instrument. What's your favorite? My favorite, I'm going to have to say, is drums. Any particular reason why? Because it was my first love. Got you. It's my first love, man. Drums was my first love. So, yeah. I'm going to have to say drums. Okay. So, you, you've been traveling with bands. You, you could play so many instruments. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely got to ask you, so are you working on any music of your own? Yes. I'm definitely working on music of my own right now. It's just... My hands being so much out here, I really never have time to really like clamp down and focus on a whole project. So, like, yeah, I got a, a single that's getting ready to come out, uh, Rolling With Jesus. So, I, I did it, I actually kind of like finished it up a couple weeks ago. So, 
it's getting mastered right now, so it'll be coming soon. I'll have it out on on the digital platforms. Okay, I heard it right here. Mm-hmm. Rolling with Jesus. Rolling with Jesus. Can 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 you let us hear a little bit? I know people on your Facebook was talking about. Is he gonna have you sing? Right. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. Can you give us a little preview of what Rolling with Jesus sound like? Well, I'd rather be up. Rolling with Jesus, didn't to be down, and I know where I'm going, where I'm going up. Rolling with Jesus, didn't to be down, and I know where I'm going, where I'm going. Time, the time has come around for you to make your choice and what it is you're gonna do, and you better know. Yeah, he's coming back, and you won't know the time or place when he'll be calling you. So you better watch yourself and watch what you do. You better watch your thoughts and what you speak, because he's watching you. See, I'd rather be up. That's a little something. You did. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking people could be stepping to your song. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a groove right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... When, when again, so we can let all the listeners know. Cause well, I, I'm going to have it out before the end of the year. So okay. that doesn't leave me a lot of time left, you know. You got about two months. Yeah, I got about two months. But it'll be out, like, in December. That's the time I'm going to pump it. I'm going to pump it around the Christmas season. Through that time right there, that's when I'm going to bring it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know you are a man of many talents. So moving from the music, mm-hmm. you have a, a, a few businesses under your belt, right? Oh, most definitely. Could you tell us a little bit about it. Well, I have a security company, Lockdown Security, and um, we also do private investigative services, bounty hunting services, uh, private security, uh, personal security. We do all types of security for construction, all the way to apartments, to grocery stores, gas stations, whatever. We secure it all. Uh, Also, I have a hookah business where I... I'm a vendor for hookah, so different locations, different spots, uh, private parties, birthday parties, it doesn't matter, wherever, uh, banquet halls, wherever you call me in at and you need hookah, I get the hookah to you. Amen. So, yeah, so uh, I got a couple of spots out like that. Well, I'm working on right now, that's that's my little thing I'm working on right now, I'm open up working, um, I'm going to open up uh, my own hookah place, and the name of it is going to be Risk Takers. I don't want to tell anybody the location just yet. When it's done, I'm going to have it out there for the show. And speaking of risk takers, mm-hmm. don't you got a Facebook show that's called Risk Taker? Well, no. My Facebook show is called Talk This and Talk That. Okay. It's on Risk Taker TV because we're all risk takers, you dig? Okay. So um, Risk Takers is my brand. That's just everything falls up under Risk Takers, so... Risk takers hookah, risk takers because we do security, you know. So it all falls under risk takers. But, uh, yeah, Talk This Talk, that is my show that I have. It's uh, on your social media outlet. And we basically just cover the topics that a lot of other people don't want to deal with. They don't want to talk about that or they can't talk about it or it's just a touchy subject or the, the subject matter. Sometimes the subject matter is just... You know, sometimes it's got to be the right place and the right time to talk about the right thing. Everything right. is not for everything. So when it comes to talk this, talk that, 
really nothing is off limits for me. I don't feel there's nothing that, no conversation or no dialogue that I really can't dive into, you know. So I'm ready to tackle any subject about anything. It could be about church life. It could be about sex. It could be about whatever. I'm not opposed to talking about anything, any subject. So what I do is I have the people to send me the questions that other people don't want to talk about. So they send it to me, and I just take and, I, you know, I'll filter to them. And some stuff we already covered, some stuff not worthy of covering. But I, I kind of look at the stuff, and I'll be, okay, you know, and I'll pick out five or six of the questions out of it that I feel is worthy. And me and my co-host, whoever that may be at that week, you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll dig right in on it, and then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll address it. She okay. goes to it. I've actually watched one of your shows. It mm -hmm. was funny. Um, you were talking about dating. Uh -huh. And I think that was a real big one because I don't think a lot of people really ask the questions. They just go through the process. Right. Like, and when it was about dating, you were saying, you know, should someone pay for the date? Should they go half on the date or, you know, do the shivery type situation? Like, you know, the guy pays for the date and go from here or should he buy... You know, I think one thing you <laughs> said was talking about how, like, if you bought a lady a drink, is it okay for a lady to buy a guy a drink? Well, in my opinion, it's okay for a lady to buy a drink, uh, to buy a gentleman a drink. If she, if she want, if she chooses to buy him a drink, then she chooses to buy him a drink. But that doesn't make him a buster because she bought him a drink. That's just her, you know, extending her hand out to him. And I, I do I do agree that on a first date, that if the man is asking the lady to go half with him when he invited her there, then in my opinion, you're a buster. I don't think that you should be out on a first date and invite somebody somewhere and you're not prepared to take care of that responsibility because you set this date up. And if you're trying to make a first impression. Right. And that's not a good look right there. That's definitely you looking like a buster. I'd rather you just, you know, stayed at home. Don't take her out. Don't take her out. You can't afford to take her out right now. So just accept that and, and move forward. You know? I agree. Mm -hmm. And that and that's that that's how it be said. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. So um man, you got security business, you have hookah, you got I have a youth foundation called Snatch from the Fire. We've been out here 11 years, rocking and rolling out here, helping the kids, doing what we've been doing. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, Snaps from the Fire is pretty big in Vegas. We we definitely did some things out here. We had plenty of shows, plenty of contests and talent searches. And uh, we got a bunch of sponsorships to send to help kids get to school. And, oh, man, we didn't work with it, partnered up with almost everybody here. So, yeah, Snaps from the Fire, we've been here. We've been doing it for a long time. So Snatch from Fire, what, what is the mission statement for that, for the young people? Uh, the mission statement for Snatch from the Fire is to empower uh, our kids uh, and to educate our kids. To, what, we wanted, what, what we wanted for them was for them uh, not to follow the trend that was going on. with the, For a while, it was a trend of school wasn't necessary. They didn't have to go to school. They don't have to complete. The cool thing was just dropping out of school, not going to school. Right. So Snatch from the Fire was like uh, our mission statement was definitely to snatch them out of the fire. The fire being gangs, drugs, mm. hanging out, fake prostitutes, fake pimps, you know, 
in Vegas, you got 16 year olds that that's what they inspire to be a pimp. That's it. Yeah. They don't want to be a firefighter. They don't know nothing about that. They don't want to be a computer person. They want to be a pimp. Right. Because that's what they they say. That's what they say. So our mission statement was to empower them and educate them and show them that there are different options for them. They don't have to choose what they see. You Mm. don't have to be a product of your environment. Your environment don't make you. You make your environment. Right. But we've been led to believe because you live in the projects, you got to act like you're a project person. You don't. That's the person. That's the place where you had to stay at that time, because that was the season that you were in or your parents were in. But mm-hmm. you don't have to act ratchet because you stay in the projects and you don't have to stay in the projects. You live there at one time, but you move on. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's what it's all about. It was about showing our ladies how to be ladies, showing our gentlemen how to be gentlemen, how to be men. A lot of them I've seen plenty of them in classes. They didn't know nothing about having no manners, opening doors and being polite and yes, ma'am. And no, sir. And they don't know nothing about that. They've never been taught that it was all foreign to them. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody didn't accept it. Some was just there because their mom made them come. But some of them really received it and they have went on to be great. And they uh, don't live in the projects no more. They're out here working or they went away to school. They returned from school. And they're making something prominent out of their self. You see what I'm saying? So stuff is, I I definitely have a list of children that I have seen completely change their life, turn it around. And they're doing something that their parent would be proud of and their community would be proud of them and their old teachers and their old school would be proud of them. So I'm proud of it. So what's your next event for that? My next event for Snatch is going to be Christmas time. We have a talent show coming up. It's going to be a... uh, what we're going to do is just showcase uh, like our, our local people that's here. Like we got a lot of step groups here. A lot of our kids spend a lot of time like in dance groups and um, well, a lot of, you know, more of the younger kids do like cheerleading and football and stuff like that. But I'm talking about the kids that's like in high school that spends their time going uh, for marching bands and, you know, dance groups. Dancing is really big out here and they spend a lot of time to that. Uh, spend a lot of time on their craft, getting better with their dance moves. And, you know, they have small events where they meet up at dance studios and this crew go against that crew. It's nothing violent. It's all in fun and it's all in dance. And it's time for that to be showcased. Mm -hmm. It's time for Vegas to come out and support. It's time for the aunties to come and uncles to come, to come out and see their nieces and nephews or their sons and daughters and grandkids and, and see them in their element and see them doing something great. That's the show, the platform I'm going to get them. I'm going to get the ones that don't get that platform. To finally get that platform and their mom and dads can come out and support them through the Christmas season. And I think it will be something good for everybody. All right. Well, one thing I want, especially a snippet from um, your youth foundation, Mm -hmm. what would you, how can I say it? What would you leave as a word of wisdom to some young people? I would leave that just because the person on the side of you didn't make it, that don't mean you can't, you know, and their destiny, not your destiny, Mm. their story, not your story. Focus on you, worry about your story. And I would tell kids that go to school that if you go with this mindset, 
and you keep this mindset for the rest of your life, not just for school, for work, or for whatever you do. Wherever you have to go every day and earn your living or, you know, whoever you have to deal with to earn your living, you have to understand that it's just a building you go to. You go to that building, you're going to be in that building for a couple of hours. You have to interact with these people or not. But don't take it personal. Leave that. Leave everything in that building at that door when you leave out, whether it's your school, whether it's your job. Don't take it home with you because it's not personal. So go there. Don't be too attached, you know, because if you think about it, you're not going to be at that school forever. You're right. not going to be at that job forever. So why get all attached? Why be all so messed up about anything? Something go wrong at work. You just all distraught about it. Why? Because next year you might not even be at that job. Right. You know, so that would be my advice to them. And that would be what I would tell them. Don't take anything personal, man. Just remember that you're just passing through for the rest of your life. You're just passing through. You don't want to be nowhere stuck. So just remember that it's not worth it because you're just passing through. Amen. You're trying to build you and passing through. Like if I'm walking down the street trying to get from point A to point B on my way to point B, I'm not concerned about nobody on the sideline. I'm just trying to get to point B. Right. The people on the sideline, they just right there. I'm not going to stop from a heckler. A heckler ain't going to make me stop from getting to point B. No, my goal is to get to point B. The hecklers and the sideline people, I don't concern myself about them. And that would be my advice to kids. Focus on you because your destiny is not their destiny. Amen. Well, where can everybody find you? Where's your social media? What's your website? What's the number? Leland. Williams on Facebook, Mr. Music, the risk taker on Instagram, Mr. Music, the risk taker on all of the platforms, YouTube, podcasts, anything else you want to look up, Mr. Music, the risk taker, you can find me. You're looking for security, look up under lockdown security. You're looking for the U Foundation, look up under Snatch from the Fire U Foundation, all on Facebook, all on Instagram, all on all your digital platforms. Well, you heard it. Go support. Go. You got a cash app? Let's throw that out there, too. Um, No, I don't have a cash app because I'm unable to accept that type of stuff. I can't take that type of stuff. So oh. um, I don't have a cash app. But what I do want to promote is my church. My church is Christ the King. Amen. My pastor is Dr. Juanita Julia. Uh, our address is 4085. North Rancho. Our service is at 9.30 every Sunday morning and everybody is welcome in Vegas. If you're looking for a church that uh, that's not bound, that is free, I uh, I dare you to come and just check it out. And here, Leland singing, because you totally forgot about that part. Mm -hmm. You can hear him sing, because if you heard liked his song earlier, you can hear him sing every Sunday mm -hmm. and check out the great music ministry that he has at Christ the King. Mm -hmm. So like he said, he dares you to go step out on faith mm -hmm. and check it out. You won't be disappointed, man, because we really about praising God. It ain't about no show. It ain't about no judgment. Everybody there is trying to get their life together and everybody there is concerned on their relationship with God. Nobody concerned about you. So. Amen. 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 So that he said it. And guess what? Cletus. 
play, son. All right. So we're about to close out. And what I want to leave with you today is this. When you don't know what to do, just trust God. That's how Simbox it. And make sure that you follow all of us on Anointed Radios. Chris Johnson, that's in Chris J. Clay Marvinetta. Anointed Jaylon for Pastor J. And then follow Anointed Radio itself at LV Anointed Radio across the board. And y'all stay blessed. All right? Simple as that. See y'all Sunday.